0: Welcome to today's program The Beauty of Grace And I'm Pastor Pete Norris Of Harvest Fellowship Church Goldsboro, North Carolina It is so an honor To be in your presence today It's an honor for us To be able to share This message of hope To bring grace and mercy And love and compassion Into the hearts of men and women And let them know how much God really, really, really Does love you You know, you may be going Through a situation in your life today You may be experiencing anxiety But I I want you to Remember something that Jesus has always got you. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, no matter what your body's saying, no matter what your mind's trying to tell you, Jesus has made a way when there seems to be no way. He is planning your escape. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, that God wants us than we are able to bear and that everything that comes our way, He will find a way of escape for you. So I want you to realize today, you know, you may have had a bad report from a doctor. You may have had a, a, a bad report from your wife. You may have had a bad report from your job. You may have got a, a terrible job uh, But I want to share with you today the love and the mercy of God's marvelous grace and how much in the midst of all the things that you see going wrong, He's preparing and moving and changing situations to vindicate you and to help you and changing situations and circumstances ahead of time to turn things out to your good. Because good things come to those that love the Lord who are called according to His purpose. Now isn't that a wonderful thing today to know that Jesus is making a way where there seems to be no way. Jesus is rectifying some situations and circumstances. You know, the doctor maybe have given you a gloom and a, and a dreadful... Uh, uh, uh diagnosis, but I want you to know today that Jesus is Lord, and that Jesus is working in the background to shift and to change. God wants good things for you. He's prepared good things for you, and He's changing situations and circumstances to to jeopardize and to to move you into a place of power and authority, because He's given us power to tread upon serpents and scorch them, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We've got to understand today that God is working on our behalf. shift and change. God's got good things for you. God's got good plans for you. God's working through your situation and your circumstance to change things and move things. You know, you may be dealing with, with crisis mentally, but I want to share with you, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, that he that keeps his mind on the Lord will have perfect perfect peace because he trusts in him. See, that's a wonderful thing today when we can totally trust. You know, you got to understand and have a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and realize that he's working in your situation regardless of what your situation looks like right now. Regardless of what you're feeling in your body. Regardless of what you're thinking in your mind. You've got to learn to renew what's in your mind. Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and the perfect will of the Lord. See, God is changing things around you they're not what they they look like because you and I are not walking by sight but we're walking by faith. We're walking by the manifestation of who God is and what he's about. So I want to encourage you today that God is shifting some things, moving some things. You know I want you to get in the word and get with the Lord and allow him to refresh you and bring freshness and a a fresh revelation of the fullness of who you are because God is moving and, and shifting things around, to get them in line, to bless you. You know, Jesus came to bless us according to the book of Acts, but I want you to understand you've got to be willing to speak that blessing. You've got to be willing to confess that blessing. You've got to be willing to talk that blessing. Let the things that come out of your mouth be life, and let them minister grace to other people. You know, let those things that are coming out of our mouth be ministering the marvelous love and mercy of God's marvelous grace. What a wonderful revelation today to be able to stand in the presence of the Lord without any condemnation or guilt because all of our sins have been wiped away. You know, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 29, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, Behold, look guys, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You know, isn't that wonderful that he was going to take away the sin of the world. Now that word is a now, on there, it is not a verb. He is not talking about smoking, drinking, and doing drugs. He's talking about that Jesus was going to take away the sin nature. He was not going to take away your acts of sin. He was going to take away the sin nature that that you got because of the fall of Adam. And then in 1 John chapter 3, verse 5, And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. In him there is no sin. So there's no sin in Jesus. How many of us today are in Christ? If we're in Christ, there's no sin in us. And what a wonderful revelation it is today to know that there's no sin inside of us because of the marvelous finished work of Jesus Christ. I love what 1 John chapter 3, 6 through 9 says. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him or known him. Little children, there's that word of terms of endurement again. It means dear ones or little ones. Let no one deceive you. He who practices righteous is righteous, just as he is righteous. He- he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might loose us or destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. Why? Because he doesn't have a sin nature because he's been born again. For his seed remains in him. Now we see in First First Peter chapter 1 verse 23 that you and I are born again of an incorruptible seed, a seed that cannot die. And the rest of that verse says and he cannot sin because the Seed remains in him because he has been born of God. Now this is this is this little children is, is there is a perennial term, not a legal term. He's trying to get us to a place of intimacy and letting us know that our spirit is absolutely perfect and it cannot sin. It's absolutely authoritative. It's absolutely walking in the power and the authority of who Jesus is. And now we're absolutely spotless, without wrinkle, without blemish, because of the gracious and the wonderful blessing and the. Beautiful Duty of grace.